Hi, everyone. Welcome to CX Cast. I am your co-host for a little bit longer, <laughs> Deanna Laufer, with my co-host, Sam Stern. Hello. And today we are joined with uh, principal analyst Rick Parrish. Welcome, Rick. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here in person. Rick is gracing us with his presence to talk about some of his new research that he's doing around U.S. federal government digital customer experiences. And this is work that you did last year too, right? And so we're sort of updating this research with new survey data that we ran recently, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yearly update. Okay, great. Rick, maybe you can just kick us off and tell us what's going on with digital federal government. Are, are people using it? Are they you know, more engaged? What did you find this year? Sure. Well, they are a lot more engaged, actually. Yeah. In fact, customers are using federal digital channels more than ever. Uh, this year, we found that uh, the number of customers who engage with U.S. federal agencies digitally uh, rose by 3% from last year. And engagement on a daily basis mm -hmm. actually rose by 5% for mm -hmm. digital channels. That's actually compared with a drop of engagement with non-digital channels by 5%. So they're going in opposite directions. So when you say digital channels, can you give us an example of some of the channels that you're including here? Mm. Sure. We studied 13 channels overall. Okay. 10 are digital, mm -hmm. 3 are non-digital. So we're talking about things like Facebook, Twitter, mobile apps, websites, video sites like YouTube, online text chat, postal mail, in-person, mm. email. Mm -hmm. This is sort of a sampling of the channels we're talking about okay. here. And what about the non-digital channels? You mentioned three. Yeah, in-person, postal mail, and telephone. Okay, so engagement with those is going down, but more digital engagement. That's right. Digital engagement up, non-digital down. Okay. So is that good news for the government and their efforts in that area? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some good news and some bad news. Okay. Okay, so first of all, here's the good news. Digital channels actually last year dominated the top of the list in terms of customer satisfaction. And they continue to dominate the top of the list this year. The top half of the list of 13 is all digital. Okay. In fact, those channels even widened their lead from last year. There was a 6% jump in customer satisfaction with digital channels overall mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as compared with a 4% rise for non-digital interactions. So, so all so channels are going up, but digital is going up more than non-digital. So just so I understand that, this is how people who interacted with the government rate their satisfaction with different ways of interacting with the government? That's exactly right. Okay. So yeah. if they're viewing a, a government video on YouTube, they're happier with that than, than if they had to call the government, in, you know, in my terrible example. Yeah. Satisfaction with any sort of digital channel is on average up, it's up more than for non-digital. Non-digital. That's yeah. right. That's right. And in fact, social media is really the big winner here because satisfaction with the social media channels that we measured, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then other social media sites, grew an average of 9% as compared with the lower numbers for everything. So social media satisfaction really jumped by the largest amount here. And in fact, for the second year in a row, Instagram is actually the digital channel that garnered the highest level mm. of customer satisfaction with uh, 89%. Wow. Yes, that go. sounds very high. <laughs> People like Instagram. Right, exactly. <laughs> and good news for federal mobile apps as well. They actually became just as satisfying to customers as in-person channels. So mobile apps were less satisfying than in-person mm. channels last year, but mm -hmm. they've just pulled even. The satisfaction grew by 6% for mobile apps. It went up a little bit by in-person channels as well, but they ended up being even now. So maybe we should switch our attention and talk about the bad news story. Right, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah the, the bad news story. So there are two real black eyes for federal digital CX here. First of all, the biggest single channel is federal websites. 
44% of customers now engage via website. Okay. The single biggest federal channel by a lot. Mm -hmm. Yet, they're getting worse. Mm. So federal websites are Washington's biggest channel by a wide margin for engaging with customers, and yet those websites are getting worse. Getting uh, worse in terms of their users' perception of them? That's right. Okay. That's exactly right, which, of course, in customer experience is what counts. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. and that's... That's fairly problematic because while it's great that people are happy with Instagram, right, I follow the National Park Service on Instagram, but right. I'm not really getting anything out of that other than pretty pictures. Whereas if I want to actually engage with the government in a manner that gets, you know, I get help, I get service or whatever, right. I'm going to do that through website. Right. You apply for benefits right. or, or uh, licensing, you know, issues, federal licensing issues yeah. or whatever. But in general, people right. are not happy with those types of interactions. Uh, no, they're, they're going down uh, by every measure we have. Yeah. They're down. So, for instance, people think that federal websites are getting more useless, right? Uh, <laughs> more useless. <laughs> more useless. I won't belabor the exact wording of the questions here, but uh, only 60% of customers say that web federal websites contain relevant information that's down by 6%. They're also getting more difficult to use. We ask people how easy federal websites are to use. Only 55% of customers think they're easy to use. That's down 4%. How about confusing? They're more confusing. That number is down mm -hmm. 4% to 55%. When we ask people if they can find what they're looking for, right, a down 4% to 55%. Even professional look and feel. Yeah. Right. Um, federal websites are coming off as more amateurish now. Only 58% of customers, that's down 4%, mm -hmm. think that federal websites look and feel professional. So, and I could, I could go on here, but this is the idea is, is that the customer experience of federal websites is getting worse. So you, in a sense, you're saying that we look for customer interactions to be useful, easy, and create an emotional engagement. And you're saying that the government websites are useless in, they're difficult, right. and they create emotional detachment. That's exactly right. In fact, negative emotions. So perfect, perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, they're headed per in precisely awful. the wrong direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's only part of the bad news story. The other part of the bad news story is mobile apps, right? A very expensive channel. Yeah. Mobile apps are expensive to create yeah. and expensive to, to maintain. Yeah, um, I thought you said they were getting better, Rick. Well, they, <laughs> they are getting better. Yes. They're getting better, but nobody's using them. Uh. That's the problem there. This is wasted money. Sure, there are some federal mobile apps mm -hmm. that have several million downloads. Okay. IRS to go, hmm. the NASA app, sure. But there are over 320 federal mobile apps listed in the official mobile registry. Wow. And that's not even a comprehensive list. Yeah, and right. mobile uh -huh. apps are not cheap to develop. Not cheap to develop, and, yep. and hardly anybody's using them. For instance, only about 5% of customers interact with federal agencies through mobile apps. That makes them one of the least used channels. And... Uh, if you say, okay, well, maybe it's low, but it's, it's got to be growing, right? Um, growth of only uh, two percentage points uh, in the past year, wow. which also makes them one of the slowest growing channels, mm -hmm. right? So there's a lot of money and a lot of attention being given to federal yeah. mobile apps. Nobody's using the things. Do we have any sense of why they're underutilized today? There's a lot of reasons. The, the, this particular survey doesn't get into that, but okay. just by looking at this issue pretty often, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's quite clear that Federal agencies design and develop mobile apps from the inside out. Mm. They measure their mobile success in terms of how many apps has my agency put out there, not in terms of a real adoption or use to the customer. Sure, there's some agencies that use some sort of mobile analytics, but by and large, it's the claim is, hey, you know, we have seven mobile apps, that's success. Yeah. So by that metric, many of the agencies are 
incredibly successful, right? Extremely successful. <laughs> they have lots of apps. Right, yes, and they, and they do not tire of telling us about that. <laughs> it doesn't take a massive amount of research to even see this. Go to the Federal Mobile Registry, look at some of those apps, go to the Android or Apple app stores, and look at how many downloads those things have got. 500, 250, wow. 1,000. Yeah, that's you know, a drop in the bucket considering how many customers exactly. the federal government and has. That's, and that's, that, that's downloads, right? Yeah. That doesn't say how many people then deleted it yeah. right. or if people have it but don't use it. And for most of these cases, at least a couple of those downloads is me trying the thing out. Right? <laughs> um, so nobody's using them. They're not growing and they're really expensive. It's a waste of money. And then when you compare that with the number of people using websites, and I didn't even tell you how poorly people rate federal websites in terms of mobile use. <laughs> federal agencies should be putting their mobile CX attention there mm-hmm. instead of on apps. Yeah. Sure. I mean, at some point, if people aren't using apps, you have to say, okay, they're not going to use it. Let's make sure that they're at least having a good experience on the channel that they are on, which is, right. you know, we know there's a problem with websites on desktop, right. probably on mobile too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So put the attention where the customers are. Mm-hmm. This is an issue in the private sector too, of course, right? Oh, people, yeah. People download mobile apps. You know, people are <laughs> finished mo- downloading mobile apps in the private sector too. Well, any other sort of points of note that really stick out to you, Rick, from the report? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a couple of those are quite interesting about people's skepticism about the future mm. of federal digital government. Yeah. It's not just bad news in the present, it's bad news in the future, too, actually. It keeps getting better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, over, over three years now, we've asked a survey question about, you know, do people want to see more digital services offered by the federal government? That number has stayed the same. Hmm. Only about 40% of customers agree that the U.S. government should be focusing on more digital services. That's really interesting because in general, satisfaction is going up, but that doesn't translate to wanting more. Exactly. And interestingly enough, people think that Washington is losing ground to the private sector. There's been Mm -hmm. a big push in the last few years, uh, really last four years, to improve digital government. And yet people think, based on the survey, that Washington is actually losing ground to the private sector. When we ask them, you know, do you think the federal government is way behind the business world in terms of digital capability? That number is down from 48 to 46 percent this year, losing ground despite all their efforts. So there's a good news story and a bad news story. <laughs> <laughs> and when we look to the future, like I said, I could go on and on with numbers yeah. here, but uh, none of it's good news. Yeah. This is kind of a harsh point to land on. Maybe you could give us some recommendations for what our federal government clients should do when they see this kind of data. Sure. The, the yeah. first thing they should do is right away do a user experience review on your website. Don't put in a request to your digital services team and wait until they can get around to it. Do it now on your own. You can use a heuristic evaluation framework like our digital user experience review. Yeah. Right. You can grab data from the digital analytics program. You can start on your own. Yeah. User testing is not that expensive right. anymore. Usability right. testing. So got to do that. It uh, doesn't matter if you just had you know, your website redesigned within the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, the data shows that chances are it could very well be worse. <laughs> yeah. Another thing is, as we already touched on, design those mobile experiences more strategically. Look at, is an app the right answer? Is it not? Should you be looking at mobile websites? Um, you know, in the UK a couple of years ago, the UK's government digital service basically outlawed uh, mm. government mobile apps. It's going to be all mobile web. It's cheaper. It's easier. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where the people are. And the other thing is there's a lot of skepticism about the future of what people want out of government, you know, digital services. And one of the problems here is that federal agencies just launch this stuff, even if it's well-researched, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's really outside-in kind of stuff, they just launch it. They don't 
yeah. sell it. Yeah. Right. You've got to market this stuff. Some agencies do this. Yeah. But it's 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 a pretty rare thing. You've yeah. got to convince people. You've got to tell people about it. You've got to sell it. Yeah. Discoverability is really hard, uh, especially for apps, but for some of these other channels too. And right. so for some of these other things, right. I mean, like for instance, you know, when you ask people, do you want you know a single digital ID to access all of your federal accounts? You know, single sign-on. Only forty percent of customers want that, mm-hmm. where, which is the same number as last year. And yet, when you ask those people who say, you know, those 60% of people who say, no, no, I don't want one, yeah. the overwhelming majority of those people also say they hate having to remember multiple passwords, <laughs> right? So, you know, they can be convinced. You just have to sell it. For folks who want to dig even more into the data, I will urge them to uh, check out your report. And thanks so much for joining us today, Rick. Happy to be here. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye everyone. Thanks for listening. Remember, your customer's perception is your customer experience reality.